myself I have an MBA securities licenses and clients net worth for decades for 15 million dollars they have 50 million dollars so you only can keep clients like that if you use decision science you use logic and you use math and you have a vast network of people that you tap in to their knowledge to benefit your clients. Because, because of my securities and licenses, I have a fiduciary responsibility to protect the public. Now, for me to make money and live a good lifestyle here in Southern California, I have to consistently make my client money. And more than that, provide them with the right intellectual, financial resources so we all could be happy. So I translate that, my career, who I am, into sports betting to give you, of all people, the tools you need to put money in your pocket, betting on college and professional sports. Why do I do it? I do it because I just got tired of listening to the bullshit from ESPN, from Fox Sports. Constant ton, Big Ten channel, constant ton of just crap. So since I watch some, a lot of sports, since I have a lot of contacts in the sports industry, I decided to share information, good Solid. I have a journalism background as well. Well sourced information so we can all help each other get to the truth or at least get close to the truth. Elon Musk said, if you know the truth, you can predict outcomes. So, what we do is we collaborate. The sports betting is about collaboration. We collaborate with each other to get as close to the truth as possible to predict outcomes. And since we live in a $134 trillion U.S. market, the richest country in the world, for now, there's enough money for everybody where we do not have to be over competitive. But we teach decision science. We teach uh, mental health, mental health first aid kit. We teach uh, different methods, the nuts and bolts, right, of how to pick an investment, how to analyze an investment, right? And sports betting is an investment of your time and your money. So you have to have a very disciplined process. 
as a person in any particular room, you are in wrong room. So you got people who are tougher, smarter than I am. We can collaborate and make money. Tougher than I am. Miss Gorgeous Melissa, thank you for helping us uh, get everything straight. And female intuition is undefeated. Thank you so much for helping us out, Melissa. Of course. Thanks for having me. I um I would like to introduce um Scott Scott how do you how do you pronounce your last name? You got it right. You got it Kobe, exactly. Kobe, okay. Yep. Kobe, yep. <laughs> well, so nice to meet you. Um, I'd like to know a little bit about um about yourself. So I'm from Boston, lifelong, mm -hmm. born and raised in Boston. Um, heavy into fantasy sports getting more into betting as we go along here in terms of baseball, golf, and football, obviously. Um, you know, graduated, I don't want to date myself, but 1988. I'm sure Josh was about, what, 22 years old at that time. So, um, but yeah, I mean, been been on this for a couple of years now, and, and it's only gotten better and better and more profitable. So, Looking forward to a season with you, Melissa. I know you're tougher than me, so don't <laughs> worry about that. And, um, you know, looking forward to a lot of profit, so. Great. Well, I'm excited to have you on. Um, How much did I tell you you made during the regular season? Fantasy-wise or, foot, or football-wise? Football-wise with us. I told Melissa, it, let's see if you uh, remember if I have it in notes. So in the playoffs, it was it was seventy eight percent, which right. which was a lot of money. And then in the regular season, it was I bet like twenty bucks a game last year, and I think we hit we hit sixty percent. I think last year, something like that. So you know we're we're close to being able to move to Vegas permanently. So um, it's it's been a lot of money. I mean it's it's gone up and up every week since you know we've profited. I don't know if most of those we profited, I think every week in the last two years, or pretty much. We're pretty right. close to it. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, the Marine Josh Luna last time, and that uh, NCAA, not last year, but the year before, we went on the high street, we were like 80% with Chad. Yeah. Yeah. He made 60 bucks, made it 26 hours. Yeah, we were, we, were, we were good with San Diego State last year. <laughs> It's like on those unders. So 78 is fantastic. All right. You got to do your work. You got to do your research. The rule of betting is first rule of betting is never bet your own Never ever bet your Number two is always do your research. That's why the season previews are so important. Always do your research. And as Adam, when he was on the uh, Big 12 podcast, he is Sports Illustrated beat writer for your check this long one. Uh, he works for a few uh, betting websites. He was like, man, when I'm going to the season with you, Josh, doing it live, I get information I didn't think about to make money. I'm going to look at the season totals. What were your season totals last year, Scott? 
I won 18 out of 21 over unders in Vegas last year. I I stayed away from a few because I wasn't sure about them, but the ones I went were 21 and I hit 18 of them. And that, and that's based on what we talked about season preview last year on here and doing a little bit more research going in. You can't bet blindly. If you bet blindly, you're going to lose. So. I remember breaking down the ACC with you. We got. Uh, yeah. Syracuse. Yeah. Right. No further ado. What's, what's the first team we're going to get? In the ACC last year? No, no, uh, Melissa, this year is the AFC. Which team was the first team we're going to tap? Oh, okay. Uh, Miami. Miami Dog. Yes. You got McDaniels. Good offensive coordinator. Remember we talked about nobody's ever made money. We've gotten rich with technical analysis. People have gotten rich with fundamental analysis. Within fundamental analysis, the big thing you look at is corporate governance. Who's making the decision? Measure of the man. That's why Melissa can blow our numbers up. Insight into people, right? Got not mind that half or older. Melissa's in her mid twenties. That age difference is going to help us know what's going on. So McDaniel's younger guy, graduated from Harvard, smart guy. Didn't play any football. So it's interesting. A lot of guys. He's not playing any football. We're sitting here as head coach. We got to do the measure of the man. What I like about him is he knows his weakness. We got the hot button. It's on Tuesdays. Listen, does it have to be on that one? You want to be on that one again? That's got the hot button effect. Tuesdays. Where I go over what games we got. So you're, and that one is almost like self-therapy. Where... Yep. Bottom line yourself, and you look at your weaknesses and you're thinking, what mistakes did you make? And someone like us that, you know, 15 years in a row, I made profit. Yeah. Am I being something, sir? What am I doing? Right? Uh, so, to that end, he did that and see that he got big Fangio, old school, old man, totally different than him, again, diversity. Diverse companies make 46% more free cash flow and non People get diversity wrong. They think it's about race, gender, disability. You see in the news. It's about being pragmatic. But I like that a lot. Uh, we'll get into the Patriots. That's going to be their problem. But they have a lot of talent. This kid is a smart kid. Uh, the owner is a monster. You saw what happened to Schneider. He needs to clean up the back. So they're not going to lose on purpose anymore. And again, that heat, we are on 80%. Now, this is going to be 80%. Florida second half of heat games. Well, what do you think, Scott? About the total time. Nine, nine and a half, the total is. I, I like the over. I think the Vic Fangio hire will will help their defense immensely. We're in stretches last year. They were really good, but in a lot of stretches, they were really bad. So I, I think – and that Florida Heat always will get the teams in the second half, especially early in the season. 
and cold weather teams going down there late in the season are not used to playing in the warm weather. So I like Miami on the over. I, I think they have a team that, that last year got a taste of the playoffs, you know, small taste up in Buffalo, um, almost beat them, didn't play well offensively, but, uh, but I think they're ready to take the next step. And and I like the over slightly over, not, I'm not saying they're going to win 12 games. I'm looking at 10 or 11. I think they could probably win all their home games, if not lose maybe one. So if they're seven and one at home, all they got to do is go on the road and win three games and they're, they're on the over. So I really like them on the over this year. I like it too, nine and a half. Yeah, that's a low number for them. Yeah, so after the podcast, uh, let's just get a place of bets. We're going to place some bets over one of their Miami, nine games, 17 games scheduled. Nine should be easy. It should go eight home games. It should go 62, like that. And the rest, you know, four and five on the road. It's you, you're, you're nine. And one extra win there, that's going to win. I like it. Which is the next uh, team we we um, get a cap What, what was that? Uh, for Melissa, which is the next thing we're going to look at? We got Miami. Oh, okay. Uh, um, the Chiefs. City Chiefs. Total on the Chiefs is get here, 11 and a half. Vegas is in there to make money. So we're in business with Vegas. So to that end, uh, teams work in two-year cycles. He, last year was an up cycle for them. They won the Super Bowl. Uh, you're going to get the call from the refs because they're trying to build the stadium. Remember, the NFL is a commercial real estate company. Made a lot of money for teams to still buy. We go down the list. Made a lot of money bidding teams in the new stadium. They are in a bad division. The NFC West. Toward got McDaniel's, who I think was. Probably get fired this year and Bruno come back. Uh, the Chargers, Melissa's going to tell us about the Chargers. That, they're hot. Quarterback, Justin Herbert. And the other team doesn't come to mind, right? They're not very good. So the Chiefs know even if they can get to the playoffs, not showing everything. It's going to be more of a downside for them at a school market. Kansas City, Missouri. Denver, yeah. Denver does it that so, with Gene uh, really thinks so much of so tough, the legend in his own mind. From mm-hmm. talking about the three NFL mafia family. And uh, we'll get to Denver. He's part of the Belichick Satan family. Yeah. Andy Reid is the head of the Andy Reid family. He mentors guys again. He's a, he's a horrible father. Great coach. Married to the game of football. Warming guy. Uh, one kid committed suicide. The other kid's in jail for life. Killing people. Drunk and cut. So he's a horrible dad. But all he does is focus on football. Uh, he's got a tough schedule because it's when this football was down spiral. So I look for the under. Under 11 and a half. What do you think, Scott? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I think they're going to be an 11 and 16. I think, as you said, the division is so weak this year. They don't have to show all their cards. 
I think they're going to save it for the playoffs. And I think they're going to run very vanilla on offense and defense because they don't have to show a lot. I think Patrick Mahomes is, is going to, is going to regress in the wrong direction. Just a little, not a lot, just a little because of that vanilla offense and defense that they're going to show. So I, I think they're going under the 11 and a half. I think 11 and a half is too much. Will they win all their division games? They probably won't. There'll probably be a game that they slip up and go five and one in the division. Where that is, I don't know. And then they just got to worry about go, going 11 and five in that division, 11 and six, and taking the division because none of those other teams I don't think are going to get to to 11 wins. So I go slightly on the under in Kansas City. I agree with you, Josh. All right. What do you think about you are the Kansas City Chiefs as a San Diego Charger fan? What's your like your your thoughts on the Chiefs? Do you watch them play? And, and from a personal level, when you look at Mahomes from a personal level, maybe his wife's Instagram and Andy Reid, what are your thoughts? I mean, Mahomes is a good player. He um great quarterback. Um, when they play the Chargers, I get very frustrated with him <laughs> just because he's so good. <laughs> what do you think about it? When they, you're watching a Charger game, they're panning around and showing you read. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? I'm sorry, can you repeat that question? Andy Reid, uh, when they pan around and they show Andy Reid, what's the first thing that comes to my mind? I know my wife, she hates sports. She's going to the kitchen and get something. She shows Andy Reid, she's like, Josh, who's that fat one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He definitely um he definitely makes me a little angry just because he's a rival for my team. <laughs> um but I mean I gotta give him some credit <laughs> for what he does for the team. Right, and he mentors guys. Yeah. They're all in the Mormon church. They all get <laughs> All right. So that's your Kansas City Chiefs under 11 and a half. What's the next team we're going to look at? Let's look at. How about the Bills? Bill. Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen. Got to get Chad on here. The Chad works out. Josh Allen, uh, emotional control. You look about, you know, you can't really blame him using their emotional control as something I get taught by Ada, psychotherapy. Uh, we're not psychotherapists. We get mental health first aid. You can't buy that. You lose more money to make bad decisions when you let your emotions rule you. For them, it was tough because they had a guy have a heart attack right in the middle of the game. Started arguing with each other. The owners of the teams just a complete scumbag with the Gula family. Uh, wife's a time gold digger, everybody knows that. Uh, they're not respecting Buffalo, they're really insulting their fans as they get their new stadium. Being built by the people, don't give my texture dollars. I'm 100% again. Uh, but there's a lot of problems there. I don't know why they're letting that dude come back. Sad. Shouldn't be on the field. What can we do? The total with them is 
Buffalo Bills. It's 10 and a half. That's going to be Vegas. We're going to have our buddy Victor. When I made $100,000 with the NCAA tournament, could have retired with the inbound pass. <laughs> could have uh, for uh, Scott, but he's a big Buffalo Bills fan. He won't let him bet the Bills. He doesn't let me bet the Bills. It was good make the uh, wager schedule elaborate. You have four kids, so it has to be four girls. So, Buffalo's going to be under. So, Vegas, what they do is they take advantage of these. Unless this is more time, first time better, going to make a lot of money. They're going to lose money. We're going to give her the ins and outs. How? Because Vegas is a business to make money. So they take advantage of people betting the bills, betting the hype, betting ESPN. His numbers inflate. Me and my world, the finance world, that's an overshoulder stock. Right? It's a market inefficiency. And you make money, Melissa. Studying market inefficiency is more than knowing who's the better team, knowing who's going to win. Knowing how Vegas, Vegas is a guy. How Vegas is trying to take advantage of us. They're trying to take advantage of people with Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen, in that fan base, bet Bills blindly. Never bet blindly. So I'm looking at the under. What, one and a half? I like that. I like the yeah. under. Thanks, Scott. Yeah, I like the under too. A lot of stuff coming out of Buffalo I do not like. Sean McDermott doesn't watch John, want Josh Allen to run as much. Sean McDermott doesn't want Josh Allen to 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 throw in certain areas. Josh Allen's going to tell him to stick it. Basically, he's going to run when he wants to. That's going to stir up some controversy. The Diggs Allen stuff is is not a good thing for Buffalo. And as you said, the owners are, are going to try to to mess out, screw over the the fans, so to speak, in terms of getting a new stadium in. So I like the under in this one. I am not a Buffalo Bills fan this year. I do not think they're, they're going to hit double-digit wins this year. I'm looking at a 9-18. and 18. I just think there's a lot of stuff there that doesn't doesn't sit well with me as a better. And I agree with you. Vegas is trying to, to sucker people in to go over the 10 and a half. So I like the under this year. That's it. She meddled in what's going on with the team. She never could. Owner. Right? From an ivory tower, she's not showing up at the practices or has a background that she knows what she's talking about. That's a complete yeah. disaster. The problem with being a complete disaster, you don't get a break from Bill Belichick. Another horrible father. Great coach, horrible father. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the under because he's going to beat you with strategy. Look at the under. Yeah. Of course. Right, so under 10 and a half is Buffalo. So the next thing we're going to tackle most. Um, the next team, sorry, I dropped my pen. Um, let's look at um, the Bengals. Another one of those, what I call the Chad team. Oh, the Chad. The Chad. He'll be on the podcast when the NFL starts. He works out with Burrow. Works out with Joe Burrow, Josh Allen. He knows him. Don't let him bet Joe Burrow games because he likes him a lot. <laughs> uh, again, 
again, their chief franchise owned by the Browns, one of the original owners. But man, that coach has done a great job doing 15 yeah, different jobs and sticking to the formula because he has to. He's got a little bit of help with that offensive line. Yeah, and horrible, but he's been learning how to mitigate it. And then Joe Burrow's the winner, right? Joe Burrow, just, you know, no time to throw. He has to put the beast to our shape. He's an athlete. And they got a good vibe going. He's a coordinator, solid guy. They play that zone, too high safety, keep everything in front of them if they have to, right? If they're not that good. But they've only made it this well twice. They got cheated by the refs last year. Why? Because Kansas City has good marketing with Mahomes and the girlfriend or the wife now. And they're building a stadium. They're a commercial real estate. So they got the calls. Not only did they get the call, but Scott and I, Said they were going to get called beforehand, so you yep. knew yep. money in your pocket because of it. It's not idle uh, gossip or idle conspiracy theory stuff. Information for money in your pocket. Ten and a half again it looks high, especially in that division with Baltimore on an upcycle looking to put two losses on. I say under ten and a half. What do you think, Scott? Yeah, and and the other team is Cleveland, who's on the upcycle too. I mean, you know, that whole division has gotten better and better as, as it gone on. So so the days of Cincinnati winning 12, 13 games is over. And they don't have an easy not out-of-division schedule. So, yeah, 10 and a half, I, I think the half half a win is going to be the hook on this. I think Cincinnati can win 10 games, not more than that. So I'm looking at, you know, the Bengals being just slightly, again, under the 10 and a half in this. Thanks. Yeah, 
making money, right? And in my world, I'm dealing with wealth management with a lot of money, and I see how they make decisions. Some people just like to be in the house. They like to be in under foot yachts, 100 yard yachts in the Mediterranean. They don't care about the kids, right? And that's what's going on All four owners had a lot of nepotism. Three of the teams have nepotism involved. Three generations, right? Up to 90% now. We have the first generation to make money, the second generation. And maybe in the third loses it. But you think of Fred Trump made the money. Donald Trump wasted the money. And Donald Trump Jr. is a cokehead who's going to end up broken home. Right now, he doesn't even have all his own money because he was cheating on the first wife. She took all the money. Now he's living with a girlfriend in Palm Beach. He's in trouble. Once she dumps him, he's done. And you're looking at um, Jacksonville has a sworn owner. He's learning the brother is the mayor of London, Jacksonville. There's more trailer parks in Jacksonville than actual houses. It's a cheap team. They're not going to win a lot of games. What, what's their total? Nine and a half. Nine and a half. Man, Trevor Lawrence is the opposite of Justin Herbert. Yeah. He sucks never really been a really good team. And that, man, the Chargers, we'll get into the Chargers, but Chargers should have won that game. Everybody knows about that. Oh, yes. <laughs> the head coach is on the hook for that game. That's why I had to get Kellen Moore. Uh, there was no excuse for losing such a bad team, such a big lead. But again, that Florida second half line, it's that yep. heat, humidity, plus global warming, 100 temp- temperature. Do they go 9 and 8, Scott? So- I think they're going over. They got two games in London this year. They got their, they got their games at home, which, as we always, as we went on last year, Second half line's always important. So if Jacksonville keeps it close, they're going to win those games. And then all you have to do is win two games on the road. So I, I think the nine and a half is almost spot on. I think they're going 10 and seven this year. I think they're going to win the division. is going to be so bad. They're going to win a lot of their division games. And and that's, that's going to lead to, and then the two London games. So that's going to lead to a lot of success in their home games and London games. So I'm going to go slightly over. I think 10 and seven, they can get to. Um, I like their receiving core. The trade of Calvin Ridley was great for them. But, again, you know, it's going to be a close to nine and a half type of situation. It's going to be like a 10 and seven type of team this year. I agree with that. That's because of the second half lines. I don't know about people's conditioning coming up. But I really don't think it's bad. I don't know. I, I don't feel right after. Yeah. From what I've seen with stamina, people aren't really coming back. It'll be interesting to see. I didn't see it in basketball. I haven't seen it in baseball coming up. It's actually, baseball is kind of confirming what I've seen from what I'm looking at and with myself. Yeah. So, look, everything has four built in wins. And then having San Francisco at home, something like that. Baltimore at home, uh, yep. Carolina at home. They're gonna get two out of three of that because money going over nine and a half. So Jacksonville is over 
Donahue, Jeff Bilger. I still think this is Trevor Lawrence's last year here. They're going to get somebody else. Aaron yeah. Bailey. Yeah. He's a concern, <laughs> but they're, they're on the other side. Jeremiah Meyer built a huge That is your Jacksonville Jaguar. The next thing we're going to look at. Well, um, let's look at the Pats Patriots. Okay. <laughs> I'm out on this. I'm out on this. <laughs> yeah. Two years in a row. So I, I feel like they've declined <laughs> in their recent days. Our <laughs> minds. <laughs> With the Boston Celtics. Because that's his team. That's who you grew up with. Passionate about them. You know? Those are people. Um, this is the second year of really a three year cycle. It should be an up cycle for Belichick. The reason I call him Belichick is because my wife's a psychotherapist. And I go to her. Hey, this guy's a Hall of Fame coach. His great, great, great kids have money. Why does he have to cheat? Why does he have to steal the film with 3 and 11 Bengals? You know, then I read that book, and I know Scott read that book and shared it with us. Um, when he was in college, he created an illegal prostate. Yeah. Now, as a, as a person, you can take this to a different level and give us interest. He not only cheats himself, had everybody in college cheating with his illegal prostate, his daughter is a cross player in college, was a cross player in college, and he made illegal sticks for the whole team. Yep. yep. Probably have to you know, investigate them and you know, maybe get some losses away from his daughter. One thing to do for you to raise a family getting your daughter involved. What, what yeah. does that mean about an individual? It's not only cheating, right? Getting his kids. I remember I met all kinds of people, right? Good and bad. I know Holy Roller preached to you who are the worst scumbag ever. And I met the nicest mobsters ever who were just cruel, vicious people in that world. But in your world, the civilian world, the nicest, the coolest people you care about. It goes all over the place, even the Bible says. The sun goes on. What does it tell you about an individual that he's not only Cheating on a big level. It's actually done pretty good. You must have some pictures. Adele or something. If he hasn't gotten that much trouble, the Flake Gate, all this stealing film from the Super Bowl. Because the Super Bowl stealing film, he only loses the traffic. Man, he knows something about um, What do you think about an individual like that? Um, I think that he's just digging his own grave at that point. <laughs> I mean, Person, right? Yeah. The daughter's gonna have kids, and she's gonna say, "Really? Do I want my kids to cheat like Grandpa?" <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. One of those. And further than that, he owns a Mercedes dealership with Saint. So they yeah. operate on Bill Parcells. Day. The only, and this gets me, right? I'm a merit based guy. I'm a middle class, 
that are both sides of it, you know, in the middle point part. And I like Merapace because it gives me a chance to compete, right? To get a job or do something, right? Because, you know, I studied, I worked out, I experienced these guys, and that's how part of their money. Give them money, I have no chance to get a job. Our guy, chance, or chance who's to you, the chat, should be in the NFL. He's not part of that mafia. That's why he's not in the NFL. The chat runs up. That's why I don't like him. Uh, they only hire their people. They don't do their type of uh, training. They all run the four two five defense. But we're not here to judge. Not moral for We're supposed to do get to the truth, like Elon Musk says. Once we have the truth, predict outcome. So he's a troll freak. It's funny, Scott. His motto is do your job, but he does everybody's job. He's a vice president, he is a head coach, he's a defensive coordinator. Uh, what the linebackers coach is Brian Belichick. Yep. His kid feels so neglected. That they put into the divorce contract with the mother that they have to hire them as so you have two kids on the staff. You know they're not doing anything. Belichick's telling them what to do. So the coordinator is from their mafia, but the quarterback is Joe 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 Judge quarterback. What does he know about <laughs> He is spying in meetings on Bill O'Brien, but Bill O'Brien knows what you know Bill O'Brien's a maniac himself. Yeah. So, What's the over-under? Six, six and a half. That's an easy over uh, This is the second year of the cycle. He always has defense weight. He wants him. He has more weapons on uh, offense with uh, receivers. And the offensive line is solid. He's been working on the offensive line for a year. A little biased because Isaiah went to the high school. I went to uh, I know Isaiah went dash. Isaiah went follows so Thank you for following us. Isaiah Wynn, or what? See, left guard, left tackle, that's an easy over, Melissa. That's money in your pot by Christmas gifts. Over six and a half. I think they get six wins in the division. Because Belichick, ignoring, he doesn't even have a girlfriend. All he does is watch film, just strategize, go get wins in that division. I'm not convinced with the Jets. Jets are nine and a half, and they're on hard notes. What I think, Scott, what do you think of this strategy? Take advantage of market inefficiency. They're nine and a half. I'll let the New York fans at the hard knocks bet this blindly 10 or 11 and go under. What do you think, Scott? With the Jets, I'm going under. I, I think Aaron Rodgers was not very good in Green Bay last year. And now everybody says, oh, he's got a new lease on life. He's coming to New York. He's going to be better. He's going to be this. He's going to be that. Once a quarterback starts deteriorating and you see it on the field, there's no coming back from that. And I, I just think that Aaron Rodgers needed to get out of Green Bay. He was getting stale in Green Bay. He's coming to New York. They really don't have a ton of receiving weapons other than Garrett Wilson. Now, their receiving core is not very good. Uh, and their, their running back room is is now Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall is returning from a knee injury. 
So I, I agree. I, I They're an 8, 9, 7, and 10 team. And everybody, like you said, in New York is going to bet the over. They're going to go to Foxwoods. They're going to go wherever. And they're going to say, oh, nine and a half for Jets. We're going, we're going way over on that one. Well, bet it up. Bet it up. We'll just – We'll just wait, and when it goes up to ten and a half, even at nine and a half now, I'm going under. When it goes up to ten and a half, it's the easy under. It's one of those cash it by Christmas time, as you just said with the Patriots. So I'm going under. What do you think as a person watching the NFL? What do you think about Aaron Rodgers? Think about what? Yeah, Melissa, what do you think about Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers, I I think. I think he needs to pull a Tom Brady and just call it a quits. <laughs> just move on. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> As a wealth manager, you know, well, then people ask you for extra time. And a client's daughter went to me uh, and around me. So I had to do an investigation. I had to run. And they don't report this and they should report right? I think it affects his performance and you know more about him. Now, Aaron Rodgers, again, we're not judging. We're using information to get to the truth and take out those. So we can put money in our pockets. So most of you buy Christmas gifts for kids, betting money, watching games on Sunday. Uh, so Aaron Rodgers is bisexual. Some people are feeling that there's no such You are gay. And I think that's something in the locker room we got to look at that it bothers some people. Again, if you live in the past, you die in the past. Right. Aaron Rodgers hasn't won a Super Bowl in more than a decade. He's lived in a weak division. And he's trying to be too lived, trying to be too awesome. Now he's in New York. He's making a ton of money. You can't argue with that. But you look at Rupert Governor, Salah, whatever his name is, hasn't won it. Right, he was with uh, Lynch and Pete Carroll. And again, looking at hard knocks, two things bothers me about this that I love the under. When you look at corporate governance, you know, it's, if a guy wants to invest millions of dollars in a company, I have to go there, look at the CEO, kind of go in there incognito, talk to the janitor, talk to the receptionist. What's really going on? What's going on with you? Me, I'm with the defensive coordinator set, or Oh, and like, he's like, oh, we're going to be in there again. That's not what you say. He's already beat back, making millions of dollars. Say, hey, guys, we're going to win this one. We, we're going to blow people out. We got Aaron Rodgers. Da, da. You don't say, oh, we have a chance to be in every game. That was tough. He doesn't have confidence in people uh, from a mental health standpoint. The second part of it, if you look at Hard Knocks, watch it again, look at the head coach sitting by himself. What happened last night? He shows up to the building. Nobody's allowed to talk. Nobody talks. He kind of mentioned it a little bit, talking about side of the film. Um, that works with half the players. There's different, different personalities down there. Some guys you need to talk to every day. Some guys you need to leave them alone. So the guys you need to talk to every day, the head coach is silent. You need to cut your head off and cut. Horrible communication. And when things are going good, no problem. Things are going bad, things will go south. In that division where Belichick's going to beat you twice, I'll coach you twice, you're in big trouble. The other problem is Wilson. Man, uh, my wife, I, I, I 
put it on pause and I said, Anna, look at this guy. What do you think? So then it got, we're talking about the backup quarterback, Wilson. Maybe millions and billions of dollars for the richest of life. A complete chart. Another Mormon guy. We're not talking about the Mormons. The Mormons have more money than any other religion. He's your backup. You got your bisexual old quarterback. Jets going under. You love it. All right. So more money being made as people bet blindly on Jets. They got rid of our guy, Mike White. All right. What's the next thing we're going to look at? Uh, we look at uh, Broncos. All right, Denver Broncos. Uh, new ownership. So we're going to make a lot of money with new ownership this year. They're in a tough division with Andy Reid. Andy Reid did not lose division games. That's two losses there. Sean Payton, I think you get older. My wife says you lose uh, mental cognition. And he's old. Yep. Kind of lost. Last time he won a Super Bowl was what two decades ago. Yeah, yeah. Way too content, spreading his mouth too much. Not that creative. Uh, they had a great defense. I think they'll be as good. But then you got Wilson. Uh, he's super respectful. But Wilson doesn't need him. He just needs to make his money and get out of there. Wilson's a nice guy. Uh, and what's the total on them? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Do they go in uh, nine and eight, Scott? What do you think? So Joel Lombardi as an offensive coordinator does not give me great hope, <laughs> to be honest with you. It's going to be Sean Payton. Sean Payton's the offensive, but in name, in name. Um, it's all up to Russell Wilson in the, on this team. Are we going to see the Russell Wilson we saw last year, or are we going to see the Russell Wilson we kind of saw in Seattle? I agree with you. He's that Sean Payton's already running off at the mouth. He's already criticizing Hackett, the coach before, and coaches don't do that to each other. So he's already lost his mind that way. I think they're going to go eight and nine this year. I just think they're with Reed in the division. The Raiders, I know the Raiders aren't as good as they have been in the recent past two years ago, like with Derek Carr, but they're probably going to split with the Raiders. And then the Chargers are probably going to – they're going to at best split with them if right. not lose two games. Right. So I, I think Denver's an 8-9 team, 7-10 team. I, I just think there's a lot of questions on that team. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under with them. I'm going to go under as well because the problem with when you're an asshole, you don't build personal relationships and you're pissing everybody off. Yeah. You can't piss everybody off. You have to have like some – and the Chargers, Detroit, New England, Chargers again, and then Vegas. I can yeah. see that all these teams late in the season. Fired. Uh, he pissed off Russell Wilson, not letting him have his personal quarterback coach, basically insulting him. Remember, that's why he left Seattle. Carol was doing the same thing. He didn't do his research on the Because he play It's like me with clients. The client that makes you the most money, you don't just mock them. Exactly. Exactly. Buffalo took a loss there. Even at Chicago, at Miami, lost his loss. To look for under, what, eight and a half with your different Yep. What do you think? Yeah, sounds good.
Um, the Ravens. I like them a lot. Yeah, I do yeah. too. The Harbaugh Mafia family. And the reason I call them that is they only hire their own people, only hire their own assistant coaches. They're all trained a certain way. Uh, brother is the head coach of your Michigan Wolverines. Mm -hmm. $30 million endowment. Right? So all the information we're spouting out is information to put money in your pocket. Any money in your pocket before, if you live in the past, you die. You're going to make that money now. It's here. Exactly. Jackson, exactly. A big, huge contract. He did a great job saying, hey, I don't need an eight. I'm going there with my mom. Give me $200 million. Uh, Got a quarterback coach that's going to be good enough. Todd Monjen. Again, another guy completely neglected his family. In the divorce settlement, gave him a lot of money. All his kids, say, hey, I'm going to neglect you. You're going to come see me. You're going to have to come to the football office. Won two national titles with uh, Belichick, Satan, Mafia family, Kirby Smart. Over there with the George Bulldog brother, the head coach of Army. Brilliant strategy. So they're going to get the most out of this team. Stacked on defense, stacked on offense. Mark Jackson has to prove that black quarterbacks can read defense. Mm -hmm. If you shouldn't do that, you put too much pressure on himself. Get out of that. You don't have to prove anything to anybody. He's going to do it good enough that I like them for a Super Bowl kind of contending thing. The NFL needs them from a PR standpoint. Prove that Goodell isn't as racist and as nasty as he is. He wants to justify his $89 million salary. So he yeah. doesn't want to uh, kill the gooses laying the golden eggs in Baltimore. He's a city with a lot of money. Since they did not do well last year, they didn't make the playoffs. Their schedule kind of sits for them. And their players are certainly going to play Cincinnati. Pittsburgh, they know how to beat Pittsburgh. And let me look at the rest of it's the second year of two year cycle. So, first year of the year cycle, he's kids out for ice cream, hanging out at the lake house. This year, he's been the whole time in his office. He only comes out for a birthday for a few hours. First time he's in the office, making sure they won a lot of games. So, Houston, easy, that's in the day, the emotional. Indianapolis, easy, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Tennessee, easy, Detroit, either way, Arizona, easy, Seattle, at home should be easy, traveling across the country, Cleveland against the same, Chargers and Chargers, it's going to be tough, close to be tough. Uh, LA, LA Rams, they should be, Jacksonville should be, San Francisco, so their total is 10 and a half, I like it, I like over 10 and a half, what do you think, Scott? Yeah, I like the over too. I think Lamar is going to prove this contract was was well worth it. I think the the vibes coming out of Baltimore is Todd Monken has said that they're going to put some Louisville plays in the playbook for him when he was there, keep him comfortable. They're going to try to try to have him not run as much, which will keep him healthy. And I think he's got the receiving core around him that can that can accentuate his positives. I like Lamar and MVP talk this year. I, I think he could have one of those type of years. He had three, four years ago where he's in the running for MVP. 
So I like Baltimore a lot, and I think Baltimore's defense is going to be better than they have been in the recent past, and that only helps John Harbaugh to and him him struggling to get in the playoffs like they did last year, and right. them missing the playoffs. I think that those days are over this year. I, I think the Ravens have done everything right this offseason to help Lamar to help that organization on the field. So I like Baltimore as the over ten and a half in this situation. Like Baltimore is over, making money, watching football, which is the next thing we're going to look at. Love it. I love these totals this year. College, too. I don't know what it is. It's this year. Yeah. Last yeah, year, they're, they're, they're still do the research. I think it's helped us moving in. Yeah, it has. It has definitely. I think these a lot of these lines are a little bit off by a win or two, which will help us. So. What was that? Um, I have it down here. Um, so yeah, the next team. The West. I want to. Raiders the and then. West. Yeah, I'll look at the Raiders and then we'll see what you have to see about those uh, LA Chargers. Yeah, let's look at. Yeah, let's look at the Raiders. <laughs> what do you think about the Raiders, Scott? Josh McDaniels has been the opposite for years as a feature fan. I don't like him as a head coach. I love him as an offensive coordinator. That's number one. Number two, as we've talked about in the past, cheap organization. If they weren't cheap, McDaniels might not be there this year. They they ticked off Josh Jacobs beyond belief. He's not even in camp. He he's gonna report, but he's not even in camp right now. He wants more money. The Raiders aren't going to give him more money. He's going to have to play for $10 million if he wants to play. Their quarterback situation is very shaky at best. Jimmy Garoppolo had foot surgery. Nobody knows if he's 100% healthy. And Devontae Adams is not happy either. So there's nobody that's really happy in that organization. This is, a, this is screaming under for me. It's six and a half. It's screaming the under. I just and their defense is not great either. So I I don't know where they're going to get their wins this year. They will probably get two or three, I or four. I don't see them getting the six to seven to go over on this. So I'm going to go the under in this. With him, it's going to be uh, how much do the players like him, right? He's more like a standoffish guy. The fact is, Jacobs is not there. The fact that he screwed over a lot of. Uh, big time guys uh, like that left tackle who starting for Chicago. He never should have got Underwood. He treated him badly. This is the problem we treat people badly. Uh, you're in a tough division with Sean Payton that's won a Super Bowl and you know Andy Reid won a Super Bowl. It's a hot LA Chargers. Uh, so it's going to be tough that last stretch coming out of the bye, Minnesota, Chargers, Kansas City, Indianapolis that we'll get to in Denver. The same thing going on with Indianapolis with the 
running back, Taylor, yep. they know, players know who's good, and they're like, hey, you need to pay me to play on that, you know, sucky team of yours. So he, they know he sucks. Six and a half, it's going to be tough for them. Starting off his Denver division game, Buffalo, they're not going to get any momentum. He needs momentum. He's not a likable guy. Again, nepotism guy. So there's a fight yeah. with somebody who worked for something versus somebody who was given something. People that give and lose, right? So he, he looks like he was given a position. Dad was a coach. Rich yeah. kid. And it's going to be tough. Denver, Buffalo, Pittsburgh. He goes 0 4 again for a second year in a row. Tom Brady's looking into buying the team after he finalizes the divorce. That's not good either. So I or if he does, it's going to be the control freak because he owns, he knows football, and he's putting up the money. Mm-hmm. Right? So, uh, man, I looked at for under and a half, under six and a half. Six and a half, greater. Make money, watch the sports. The next team is your LA Charge. What do you think, Melissa? What do you think about your team? Oh, gosh. I think. So now that they have Kellen Moore, I think that they definitely have a better chance this year. Um, so I definitely see the, you know, the 9.5 for them. Um, defense is looking good. Offense is looking good. And they have uh, Quinton Johnston. So they've got two, uh, what are they called? WRs or something. I, I just saw it on, online today. Uh, but they're, they're 6'4". And they're the same height as Herbert. He's got, you know, he's got a cannon, and he's definitely going to be um, making connection with those guys this season a lot. And um, I think that they might be over this year. That's, that's my, that's my guess. Right, so it's all the early charges. Yeah. Again, Josh conspiracy the dad uh, hired us in. Until Clearwater, Florida, years ago, instead of Google, the sponge stocks, murders, Carpenter Springs, Florida, where are they from? So the Fama family has to shake up to the higher up in that mafia family where they have a lot of money. They're funding the Santa, right? They have hundred million dollars. Santa's taking out all the money from the fund. That's why the sister sued them. There's pressure on everyone, just like Miami, to do well. There's pressure on a head coach to do well. After everybody knows, you mismanaged that jack coach. But they had a lot of talent. They have spirit guys, good leaders, the Bosa family. Bosa in there. And then Tommy Telesco. Tommy Telesco knows how to function high level. Indianapolis. But it's just come back. Think about this one. What would happen to Scott and I? We were proud. A pound of cocaine and 30,000 oxy pills in a hooker. We would be in jail, right? But Ursay, the owner of Indianapolis, he's out free. He has to be the owner and destroy that franchise and destroy that state. So, let's go. Came from there. He did well. Now he has to get job. He develops talent. There's been some really crappy offensive line that's come off the bench with the Chargers. Gotten your guy, your poor guy, Justin Herbert, with a level lot more again. Got his wrist broken. He's a trooper. He's coming back to the 
blame anybody, have a real positive attitude. He's the opposite mm -hmm. of the other guys we're talking about. He's a likable guy that people will go above and beyond for. The plus side of those crappy offensive linemen coming off the bench to cut another team, Tommy Telesco, is developing them. And now they're mm -hmm. developing where they're going to have a decent offensive line. That's why in college when you get to see on his drive. And I'm saying he's a biggest guy. Uh, we look at the offensive How many guys are coming back? The offensive line controls a lot. You got a guy who could be a Hall of Fame quarterback. It's interesting attitude. Uh, and then they're playing a lot of teams that are going to be down, like Tennessee, Minnesota. This should be like two and two after that. Dallas is going either way. Kansas City, but then Chicago. That's a win. At the Jets, I like him a lot. Detroit looks good. Green Bay, that's a win. Denver. Las Vegas, Buffalo, Denver, Kansas City. So I like your L.A. Chargers over this uh, 9.5 win. Two things, too. Tell them more. Tell them more. is a smart kid, rich kid, boys paid. doesn't need to make any money. The reason he left Dallas is because Jerry Jones the control for that back week. They Rob, Don Benson, and Blake. So we're going to kill it next week on NFC preview. Mm -hmm. But Jerry Jones... And, and McCarthy, who's an offensive guy, didn't let uh, more discuss his idea. He's friends with the head coach over here at the Chargers. So he said, like, hey, I'm a defensive guy. Again, learning your weakness. So these two young guys, the Miami guy, the Charger guy, are playing their ego at the door like we do in this podcast. And we say, Scott, you're the playoff guy. Who cares what we think about Mike? <laughs> That's how they end the playoffs. If you go at the door, it's what's important is making money off these games. So, to that end, Kellen uh, Moore's going to show what he can do, and the other guy is going to do good on defense. The head coach, they got something to prove. So, they're going to win some games. People think they wouldn't win normal. That's going to be over the nine and a half. All right. Over nine and a half to our LA Chargers. All right. That is your AFC West. All right. What's the next thing we're going to look at, Melissa? Uh, let's look at the Browns. The Cleveland Browns. What do you yes. think? Up cycle for them. I I personally like them a lot this year. I, I think the nine and a half is a little bit too low for them. I think Deshaun Watson will will return to somewhat Deshaun Watson 2019-2020 form. I think they have the best pure running back in the NFL in Nick Chubb. Not receiving back, pure running back in Nick Chubb. And I think they got some weapons on the on the receiving core in Najoku and Amari Cooper and Donovan Peoples-Jones. So I'm going over with this. I just like Cleveland a lot this year. I think they, they made moves on defense that are going to help their defense, and their offense is going to be much, much better than it was at the end of last year. So give me the over on Cleveland. I like them a lot. Right. And if you live in the past, you die in the past. I made a lot of money off the Cleveland Clowns, Carolina Panthers, which we last year, for the analytics. Analytics works in base. People get confused. 
I like that. That would have been on that, but I had a client. Much smarter than me. He has a math degree at MIT and works for Major League Baseball, but she won't take in a belt fight. Works from a mathematical standpoint, purely analytics doesn't work. But that's how he feels He gets fired at every job he gets, but then he has another job, right? So, to that end, Turning a little bit away from analytics, which is good. We have talent, it's playoffs, it's well, at every um, every stop he goes, right? He got to the Super Bowl with Gruden, got to the Super Bowl uh, a couple other times, got to the playoffs as an offensive line coach, got Panoski learning, and he has basically all fame talented quarterback, even though he's a complete degenerate scumbag. Yeah. Uh, so in hand, he did that to my sister or somebody in my family, uh, and the the owners are generous too. But we're not here to judge. We're here to make money off gambling. I like the over of the total. Uh, what's the total on the class? Nine and a half. In a weak division, let me look at their non-playoff schedule. Getting a little bit away from analytics, for drafting, this and that. But I think the actual talent in the talent hand throws analytics out the window. Feels like he's not going to listen to it and put wants the Hall of Fame guy doesn't need the job. Try to help his kid, coordinator in the league. So he goes to San Pittsburgh. They're probably split the division game. San Francisco at home. Probably the win to San Francisco doesn't show their cards that early in the season. Indianapolis, Seattle. Uh, Denver looks like an easy win. Jacksonville, Chicago, Houston, Jets. They all look like wins. Mm-hmm. So over nine and a half. So Cleveland Pound, over nine and a half. That's us making you money. All right. That is, we used to call the AFC North, the AFC North, man. A lot of money to be made in total. So happy to do this with money in ourselves and other pockets. What's the next one we're going to look at, Melissa? Um, let's look at the Steelers. Living in the past, you die in the past. Been there 15 years. Don Lennon. I remember the great assistant coach he said for a long time. So I go to training camp. And I was watching Tony Dungy era, Tony Dungy head coach. Tomlin was a defensive assistant. Your linebackers coach in Super Bowl. Head coach, Bloody Smith, won a Super Bowl defensive coordinator with the Rams. Then you have Herman Edwards, your secondary coach. Rod Marinelli, your defensive line coach. They're still running the same defense, all of them. Pete Carroll included. But Tomlin, he has more money that you can ever manage in. He's won Super Bowls. He doesn't have anything to prove. He's on cruise control right now without. And there's no imagination. No, nothing new. Uh, again, I asked you the question on off-season true prime practice. Why does the Rooney family still need their own race track? They're kind of like mobsters. <laughs> right. 
We have no idea. No idea why they need to race the track. Why do they need to race the track? So that's a ruining family for you. Family owned being cheap. That's why they keep them around. We make so much money on their under, under, right? Let me see what their season total number is. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Yeah, they're going to be right out there. I'll just keep my money in their pocket and just bet the other because that's for sure it's going to happen. All he does is play defense, put it on the defense. He has a young quarterback he does not trust. All he's going to do is try to run it. So they're going to make us money with the unders. Don't lose money with an iffy bet without a clear edge. Because they're going to be right at that. What do you think, Scott? Yeah, if there's one team in the AFC that, that was uh, slotted right, it's the Steelers in this win total. I know it's eight and a half. You can't win and lose half a game. But I agree with you. I think you got you, you might need to just stay away from this bet and just go unders with the Steelers this year because Mike Tomlin does play defense as a coach. He does know what he's doing as a defensive coach. So I agree with you. I mean, if I got to my head, if I had to choose, you just based on history, you'd, you'd go the over. But it's very iffy, and you don't want to put any money toward an iffy bet, like you said. So. He's from um, BMI, military school. He's not a likable guy. He doesn't talk to the players. The problem with that is when things go south, it really goes south. They have mm -hmm. money to feed you. You don't need to be talked to that way. Uh, we'll start in San Francisco, Cleveland, Vegas, Houston. You got to look at Tuck's stretch. We still have Pats. New England, Indianapolis, Cincinnati, Seattle, Boy. He easily could go one in five to close out the season. No doubt. Okay. But look at the trajectory of the season. How are you going to place your bets? Yeah, I'll look. Because he's living in the past. Living in the past, he died. Exactly. Melissa's going to update us. Melissa, I guess we're dating her. Melissa's like 35 years younger than what I am. So she's brings a new perspective of what's going on. Going on. Or stay away. But bet the under. Cover against it. We're pissed for you. All right. What's the next thing we're going to look at? Let's look at the Texans. Texans, same thing. Same exact thing. And again, the owner's races. So you overcompensated hiring just any black guy. Again, that's not diversity. Diversity isn't just can't, you know, uh, hiring random minorities, random women, random people with disabilities. You have to do it on merit. Are they good or then you play it safe with a defensive And I know he's not really a defensive guy. He's like the guy with the jet. None of these guys do their research. What they want to do is go on their 100 yard cruise around the Mediterranean. Not doing this research on people, which is good with us. We're not complaining. We're going to make money out of it. Uh, Houston is the other show. This guy should not be in a leadership position. They didn't even know after they hired him that he, when he was a player there, he actually sued the organization. So they hired yeah. a guy college who sued them because the turf they haven't changed. Same turf he sued them for. He hasn't changed. So that, that goes into a bigger disaster. Again, we look at nepotism, right? I know generations only last three generations, dynasty. 
there's nepotism. The son of the owner is complete, utter, fat, fuck, disastrous, degenerate. And he's stupid on top of it. So, what are we going to do? We're going to bet against him. I feel bad. CJ Stroud being in a bad situation. The only thing that helps them is that they're in a horrible situation. Right? Yep. Oh, that is. You're Houston. What's the total on those clowns? Six and a half. I'm Six going half. under. Under. Yeah. You have to. So, not about that. Yeah. If nobody even beats CJ Stroud, you should because that's a portable office. Do you want to run the ball, protect the defense? You don't even have an offensive line. And your defense is pretty great. Let us know what's going on. Yeah. Awesome. All right. What's the next uh, team we're going to look at? The Colts. Oh. <laughs> I'm going under. I'm under on this team. <laughs> Especially if Jonathan. Okay. Funny, but Jonathan people that I let her out and text me like crazy. Like, the sound uh, Let's see. Uh, what, what team are we looking at? The Colts. Oh, the Colts. Yeah. Mercy family, right? The dad was killed. You know, it's so sad. I know some Colts fans. Uh, they're, they're, they have no hope at all. And it's bad to worse. And you talk about kind of like it's fun. Not only the guy is getting old, but he's a drug addict. You know, you pound on cocaine. Parker, and then the hooker overdoses, she goes to the hospital. And then there are two days, he takes her out. She goes out, she ODs and dies. Are you tell me he's out? How's this man out? He's the owner of the team making decisions. He's losing on purpose. You say, Josh, what do you know about losing on purpose? You do direct evidence, you know, put it in the podcast, or we look at evidence, the true crime podcast, God knows about it. Uh, my yep. senior high school, 1989. A friend of mine, like, oh, you got to go with to the club and you'd be a caddy. I'm like, oh, what's a catch? Other than it's going to be 100 degrees out there and 100% humidity. <laughs> I'm being a caddy on the golf course. Oh, it's Hugh Coberhop. Oh, great. He's the owner of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Great. Well, he's known for not tipping. So when we got there, he was interviewing Buddy Ryan. Buddy Ryan was great. Tipped $1,000. Buddy gave me 200 bucks. Fine. 1990. So, Hugh Coverhouse ends up being a billionaire. So, to tell you about Hugh Coverhouse, he, when he died, gave his wife 20 million dollars. And to stick it to the wife, he gave the four mistresses 30 million dollars. So, he gave each mistress 10 dollars more than his own wife. He had kids. He goes, Josh, I'm not going to tip you, but here's my card. You. Want any advice on business, just call him. And I took him up on him. He would always give me 10, 20 minutes and just discuss business. But one thing he told me was that you always make money. Warren Buffett, pride. We used it on pride. He says, I always make money. He says, priority was to make money. He told me that if we make the playoffs, we lose money. So, Josh, we're not making the playoffs. So he told me the horse's mouth, NFL owner, they were losing on purpose. That's what Ursa is. He is losing on purpose. That's why he got 
on this one. Head coach, but no one tried to put the salary in there. They weren't going to do it. So this guy was from Philadelphia Eagles. We know that Howie Roseman runs the Philadelphia Eagles. We know that the coach of the Philadelphia Eagles uh, is an offensive guy. Now he's in Indianapolis. Anthony Richardson uh, barely got a 2.0 in high school. Goes to Florida. Does he go to class? Mitch Crimes. They're like, when are you leaving? He can't read SEC defense. So, Scott, let me ask you a question. If he can't read SEC defense, how can he read NFL defense on the first year with a guy who's only been a coordinator for a year? Now he's a head coach with a crackhead on it. Can't re- he's not going to read NFL D. He's not going to do it. His his big thing was this 40-yard dash in his height, in his, his broad jump. That's why the Colts took him. No other reason. He's, he's not going to be able to read defenses. He's going to have to run the ball 20 times a game. He's not going to do it. You know, we talked about Lamar in the past, how he, he had trouble reading defenses. This, this guy is 100 times worse than Lamar. So. And with, with this, it's about it. so if you look at him a little bit closer, maybe on the season photo, pick up the season, better let it mark. Because you know, especially, you know, us, Scott uh, and I have watched football for a combined 80 years. I mean, the biggest, great, our secret weapon is, unfortunately, you're going to get a little respect and stuff inside of you and these people. But with it, with this, Scott and I can predict the trajectory of the year. They, they can't put too many things in on offense. They're going to have to put in their whole offense early in the season. So you're like, oh, you guys were wrong about the Colts. We're 4 4 right now. No, that's all they got. And then you're going to lose every game out. That's right. Completely the way division game, or division game, got produced, so they're different. Houston, have Baltimore. They're going to get run out. Rams will beat them. Rabel will outcoach him. Jacksonville beat him the second time. Cleveland lost. New Orleans lost. Carolina definitely lost. Right. New England, Belichick definitely lost. Can't beg. They're not going to be able to handle that. At least lost. Rabel lost. All right. Under. <laughs> oh, under. yeah. A lot of these games are going to under because, again, Richard Chance is going to be confused. He's going to be confused. Who knows what happens? Richard, he's a kid. He's only like 21 years old. It goes from the hood to Florida. Serial killer university, right? Killing people. No standards, no ethical standards. And now he's in the NFL and his owners are cracking. His uh, coach is an ambitious jerk. Disaster. Good for Taylor getting out of that place. Look for the Colts to be under. And man, is that decision? That vision of horrible. So if Jackson don't make the playoff doesn't mean they're good. This means that vision is pathetic. Worse than the <laughs> it is. It <laughs> is. We don't care. We don't judge. We just make money off of it. Because man, nobody's helping us out. We don't help each other out. Nobody helps us. We just right. make money off their mediocrity, not giving us a chance. Okay. We'll make money off their mistakes. That's the beauty of sports. What's the next one? Uh, well, we're gonna look at. It. Uh, the Titans. The Titans. Corporate governance, man. It's all Mr. Rabel. Uh, he's doing the best of what he got. He is making $3 million a year. Another guy who is married to the game of football. Uh, 
come from the Belichick team, football mafia family. Yep. A lot of teams, linebacker coach. And as a linebacker, what I said, one, two, five, defense, perfection. That's why Belichick, even though he controls the defense, that's who he has on defense. They're always going to be good because that defense is triggered on defense. They get together, they go fishing and rest on the weekends, and they share information. That's the other part of being a family. They watch film, they're sharing information. So, what do we do? We share information with Scott from the Northeast. Any news we don't get here in the West Coast. And Melissa, Melissa, 35 years younger, just looking at the world different, right? Just looking at people different. And again, female intuition is undefeated. Then you got me looking at it from the financial management part. Right? Which is not all I need Scott's piece and I need Melissa's piece. Why? Make a lot of money. Oh, we can. But he let us do this. He might not let us do this. Uh, he has a coach. So, what happens with the coaching and talent and people? Braveville's going to win. Braveville. Good, like cool guy in the movie. He's good at handling people. He handles like Tommy Telesco, working from officers in practice all the time. He knows how to manage that. This makes excuses. That's why the empty play my my husband, you know, my bugs are cracking after that. He's smart. He figures out a way. What happens? Last year when the disaster happened, but cheap family owned Adam Sam. But Adam Sam. Uh, when they imploded, right? And I knew it from the financial thing. You go into the quarter, you don't have enough money. What do you do? Start firing. Fire the GM. You go ahead and you fire the GM. You cut some players because they don't have money. Complete chaos. You don't have to tell anybody anything. The Braveville goes to the front office. You cut some guys, get some guys. They're like, you can't. You got to talk to Josh. Who's Josh? Oh, he's the friend of the son of the owner. Go talk to him. He doesn't know anything. It's a complete disaster. They lose every game. Coming back, you've come up with a system now. Brable's basically calling the shots. He's doing too many jobs. What can he do? Elevating the assistant coaches. Yeah, one of the assistant coaches. Coach one of the preseason games. It doesn't matter. Smart. Brable is a smart man. He's angling himself. That's smart he is. To make $15 million a year as a head coach for your Ohio State. Like Kirby Smart, I think $15 million. I'm an NFL coach. Kirby Smart, then, of course, he's done. So he's positioning himself for that. Because how do I know that, right? My wife knows more about it than like a therapist, but we have to know a little bit. The difference between somebody who's extroverted like I am and introverted like Brable or my wife. My wife and Brable, when they talk, it's for you. So Brable doesn't like to go on but when he goes on social media to troll Michigan players, what is he doing? He's, he's networking, business networking, the alumni of Ohio State, all those billionaire guys, Tyron, with uh, Ryan Day, fails. Or Ryan Day decides to move on uh, as a head coach of the girl Ohio State Buckeyes. He's positioning himself for that. He outcoaches people with equal talent. They just look at their schedule. Who has equal talent to them? Uh, the quarterback situation is still a disaster. Will Lutz should not be in the NFL. He's going to do his hands all off. Like Disha. So that's what they need to do. He's going to get away with it because this division is so important. Right? You have nepotism, crackhead owner. You have Jacksonville. More trailer parks in Jacksonville than houses. Right? Per cup, it's coming low. 
so they can't pay for players. So um, I think they better in their division they got six games to go one two five and one in the division. At New Orleans, sort of equal talent. I can see them winning, right? So that's five. The Chargers will probably lose. Actually won't lose Cincinnati. Probably a loss, right? But they're going to upset, upset one of those teams. So that's six losses. At Atlanta, at seven, Pittsburgh, eight. Tampa Bay could go either way. Carolina could go either way. So that's your eight. Indianapolis, Miami, Houston, Seattle, at home. That's your nine. Okay, what's their season total? Seven and a half. So they're going away. You talked about value before in the last one. Yeah. Right. Value is, right? People lie about that. Value is psychological factors plus functional factors divided by time. That's real value. And if, when this goes over, the value of the time that Alyssa spent on the practice of watching football, that money she's going to use to buy dresses, pay for gas, functional things. That's what makes it valuable. I see value. What do you think, Scott? Am I right? That's a lot. It's not a cult. Melissa and Scott, he said, you're Josh, you're full of shit. You're wrong. You're dead wrong. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. This, this A lot of people are going to bet the under on this, so it's going to drive the number down even more. They look at Tennessee, they say, there's no way they're going to win nine games. Well, I think they're going to win nine games because of Mike Rabel as a coach and because they have a, a, a stud running back and they'll be able to, to play defense. So I think they're going to win nine games this year. I love Rabel as a coach. I think he's top three coach. So go the over, go the over. That dysfunction. Love it. Yep. And this brings into crystallization of the season as we start getting into week one of the games. What's the next one? We're going to look at it. Let's... I think we went over all of We did. We're done. Yeah, we did. We right. did. Yeah. And, and I'm excited and jazzed up because. Uh, Look in your own head, looking at stuff. You're right. Bouncing on Scott. Scott's been successful, 78% of the playoff. Scott has made me a lot of money. Right? You meet Scott in Vegas or whatever. We're going, you know, two, $300 dinner off bets and money that Scott has made me. Right? I would be a horrible person if I did not. I did. <laughs> so, final thoughts, guys. As we head into SEC on Friday, then next week is the NFC. Again, we're going to get all this information, the idle stuff, stuff to make that money. So first of all, Melissa, welcome. You know, it's it's great to have you here. Um, part of the part of the family and and part of the successful family. So, um, this all goes into the works for football season. This is this is stuff you need to know. This is stuff you go and bet on. I did it last year. I hit a lot of my bets because of because of this, what we talked about, and because of doing some research. As Josh says, you got to do your research. You got to know what you're talking about. Can't go to the window and bet foolhardily. You got to bet with the with the knowledge of what you're doing. So, right. Enjoy enjoy the season. This is gonna be fun. This is really gonna be fun. So, enjoy. Yeah, (laughs) I am too. And then when Chad comes on and stuff like that, it just adds to it. It totally adds to it. So we'll we'll be full pretty soon. Oh so. yes. 
<laughs> what do you think, Melanie? Sounds is awesome. It's great. I'm I'm more excited for uh, the football season. <laughs> yeah. All the numbers look. I agree with all the numbers. Um, I know a lot about NFL, college football. I'm a little, you know, still a little new to it. So all these numbers, I'm looking over. I'm like, yep, yep. <laughs> Sounds right. <laughs> That's why I work. 